Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host of the Shine Online podcast and the CEO at Shine with Natasha, where I specialize in Instagram strategy and video storytelling. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know and share my best Instagram strategies with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest conversations, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. It's time to spill the Instagram tea. I am going to react to the most common myths, hacks, and Instagram strategies that I often get asked about. Do they work? Are they worth your time and energy? What are my thoughts as an experienced Instagram educator, strategist, and former social media manager? So let's dive right into it. Let's start with the elephant in the Instagram room, which is hashtags. Do they still work? Are they so important? Kind of, but not as important as they used to be. A few years back, hashtags used to be one of the most important strategies you could use for your account, whether you were engaging on hashtags, doing your own research for different lists. As a social media manager, this was one of the first things I did for my clients. But as the app has evolved, hashtags just haven't become as important. And in fact, you could entirely not use them and still see really great results on Instagram. I have to admit, I haven't used hashtags on my content since Reels came to Instagram. I find that by creating really great quality content by really sticking to my industry, my niche, making it really easy for Instagram to categorize my content in the algorithm, I see just as great results by focusing on those really important engaging metrics like sharing my content, saving it, comments. All of that is telling Instagram that's great pieces of content and pushes it out on the explore page and other discovery methods. Of course, with reels being a really easy way to increase my reach. And there's also a lot of uncertainty with hashtags, right? We heard directly from Instagram, they're like only use three to five very specific hashtags. But for a long time, Instagram also said use up to 30 because that's what you have access to. Overall, I think if you're using hashtags, don't worry so much about the number and worry a lot more about being very specific to not only the people you're trying to reach, but what your content is actually about. Instagram and um, they can tell when it's just not relevant to what you're actually creating. Okay, so now let's talk specifically about Instagram ads and boosting your content on Instagram. So first things first, I am not an ads expert and that's actually my tip for you. So I really focus on organic growth. All the videos and tips and strategies I share on this channel is to help you organically grow. I don't think you need to use ads, but I do think you need to work with an expert, whether it's learning from them or hiring them to really understand how to use Facebook ads manager, because you don't just want to boost your post and kind of hope for the best. Like Instagram's just trying to get their coins by really promoting that boosting button on your content. But if I'm being completely honest, it's really not worth your money. You'd much rather spend that energy and time, like creating really great content, right? 
Because there's so many really important tactics you need to understand within Facebook Ads Manager, that's why I think it is so important to hire the right people to support you. But I will admit, from my experience of learning about ads as a social media manager, the most important part is really having great content in the first place because you can run all the ads in the world, but when they go to your Instagram profile, are they actually going to follow you? Are they going to trust your brand? Are they going to engage with your content? You have to start with a really good organic strategy first to even dip your toe into the ads water. So yeah, in my opinion, nail your Instagram strategy and then maybe consider ads once you have the budget to not only budget towards ad spend, but also to hire the right experts versus just pushing the boosting button. You just don't want to be doing that. And let's dive into one of the most common myths that I see that just is not true. And that is that if you use a scheduler to automate your content, like later, Planoli, Buffer, that it is going to penalize your account. That is not true. Instagram has said, use your schedulers. They even have their own scheduler called Creator Studio. And it's actually the complete opposite. So by using a scheduler, you're ensuring that you're posting during the times that your audience is most engaged. And timeliness is a really important factor, especially in the algorithm. It's not the most important, it's not chronological, but it really does take in the factor of how fast your audience is engaging with content. So the faster that they're doing that, the better results you're going to see. I personally tried out pretty much every social media scheduler with Planoli, Later, and Buffer being my favorites. I personally say there isn't one that's better than the other. You really wanna test out the interface and figure out what features are really important for you. For example, Buffer has a really great queue option. They have campaigns. Planoli has a reels planner built in and they have placeholder blocks that you can add. And then later has scheduled stories. And I also really love their feature of being able to upload all of your media in all at once. So it really comes down to preference. A lot of them have really great free plans that you can test out for yourself. Building on top of that, let's talk about link and bio tools. I also have a very similar philosophy since we only have one and it's really important to use it wisely. I personally use and love Linktree and especially when managing for my clients or recommending it, there's so many really great features that their pro plan has in terms of being able to schedule and remove specific links, being able to add a bunch of different links, make it branded, add in your social links, and also embedding things like your YouTube. YouTube videos. So I personally think, yes, you absolutely can. And I would highly recommend creating your own on your website and hosting it there. But there are some functionalities that tools like Linktree and Milkshake can really help you with if you're just not website savvy and it will not harm your account. If anything, they're really optimized to ensure that you're getting more clicks on those links wherever you're wanting people to go, whether it's to a lead magnet, affiliate links, or to your offers. Okay, so I have a lot of opinions on this one, and it's about posting frequency. The more content you can crank out, the better. Now, I wanna start by saying that this tactic can and does work. Really what it's doing essentially is increasing the chances that at least one of your pieces of content that you're creating out of the 
multiple pieces a day, like maybe three posts a day, <laughs> that it's essentially making sure that at least one of them will perform well. But I want to explain why specifically for people that are non-content creators, maybe they have a business, they're selling a product or an offer, is that first of all, this just isn't sustainable. Posting three times a day, seven days a week, just does not cut it for a lot of people. And even if you do have help with your content, you just can't maintain it long-term, which means you're sacrificing consistency. And consistency, I would personally say, is one of the most important parts of using social media, no matter what platform you're on. Not only are we talking about the algorithm, like Instagram wants you to be consistently creating content, but also for your audience. They wanna consistently know they can expect really great quality content from you and that you're not gonna completely like just ghost them out of the blue. And the other reason why I don't recommend this tactic is because it often sacrifices the quality of your content. You don't wanna be trying to crank out content and crank out more content without it really adding value to your audience's lives. We wanna dive deep. We don't wanna just get the surface level of posting a really great quote or only posting trendy reels, which just don't have a lot of depth with them. So what I would recommend instead is pick a posting frequency that you can stick to consistently and know that you can always scale it from there. I think three times a week is a really great posting schedule. In fact, that's how often I post some days. And I really focus my energy on at least doing daily stories. And that is a wrap on debunking very common Instagram myths and hopefully you got some clarity on what works and what isn't worth your time. If you want me to do another one of these videos, be sure to comment what myths need debunking or if you want me to react to specific Instagram hacks. I am totally down to make more matcha and do this again. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you loved the gem shared. Be sure to check out any of the important links I mentioned in the episode show notes. Don't forget to follow the show to be the first to know when our next episode airs. If you loved what you heard, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review as it really helps support the show. I love seeing your takeaways from the episode over on the gram. So be sure to tag me in your stories at Shine with Natasha. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. See you next time.